Blog Talk Radio.
I am, Jehovah, the mighty God. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and welcome to Miracle Internet Church. I'm Pastor Sabrina, and we're so happy that you could join us. Amen. God is busy working in everybody's life. He's very, very busy. He's doing things that need to be done. He's changing things that need to be changed. He's answering prayers. Yes, it may not be the way you think it ought to be answered, but he's answering prayer. And we should be appreciative. Amen. Amen. I know there are times when we think the answer ought to go to the right, and then it doesn't. It goes different. But God is in control. Amen. Be at peace. Be resolved because God is in control, and that matters. That matters when we know that it's not necessarily our point of view or our decision, but the perfect one, the holy one, the righteous one is guiding us through. That's what makes the difference. Amen? You know, the world does not have this confidence. They don't have this reassurance. They don't have this comfort. They don't know the comforter. And they don't know our Lord. But we do. We do. And because we do, we have faith and trust and confidence in God to bring us through our circumstances regardless to what they may be. And you say, well, Pastor, you just don't know. You don't have to know. You have to know him who does know. You don't have to know the next event or the event after that or the next event. You have to know him who has overriding control over every event, confidence in him. Amen? We can't handle all that information. We're doing good if we can find our car keys. Let's just face it. Amen? So, We need to keep our trust in the Lord and keep our eyes fixed on him, knowing that he will always do what is best for us, what is in our best interest. If it's someone else and we've been interceding for them, that God will do what's in their best interest. It may look strange to you, but God's not making any mistakes. He can't. He's God. He's perfect. And he loves everyone more than any of us could. Amen? So we're going to trust God. We're going to trust God. And we're going to let God have his way. We're going to put whatever circumstances or situations that we have in his hand, and we're not going to go up to him trying to pull his fingers back so we can see. We don't need to see. We need to grow up and trust. Amen? We don't need to see everything. We need to see by the Spirit to trust God. This is a great place to grow. You having an unusual circumstance, an unusual day, 
an unusual tomorrow. Well, don't worry about tomorrow. God's already there. God's already in your tomorrows, every last one of them. And he's waiting for you to arrive. So just be confident and reassured and comforted that God has this well under control. And you can already tell that because things that could have happened didn't. Could have gone far worse, didn't. So you cannot say that God has abandoned you and left you in a mess. Amen? God has not abandoned you. He's right there. Get your eyes off the issues and put your eyes back on Jesus. It'll go a lot better. It will go a lot better. You can't sleep? Well, cast that care. Cast the care. Stop holding on to it. Cast the care, roll over, and go to sleep. Amen? (laughs) Cast the care. That's right. Just like, you know, sometimes you have to help yourself out. I remember when I first started really trying to get an understanding of casting a care. So I did it this way in my imagination. My care was like a basketball, and I threw it in the net and walked off. That was my way of getting it done. So I would have some resolution. Now, I don't know what your method is. You do what works for you. But you've got to have somewhere in your heart where you can release all of that that you've been carrying to the Lord and literally let go. And then sit back and watch. Watch Jesus, not the circumstances. Amen? Keep your eyes focused on the Lord. Amen. Your faith will grow. Your confidence in God will grow, and the circumstances will turn out the way they're going to turn out. Amen? You know, so many times we wish we could get people to do what we think is right. And sometimes what we think is right really is right, but we can't get them to do it. They have have a choice. They have a will. We used our will. And God to arrive too. They have to arrive. And there are times when we're doing everything that we can do to make a situation work smoothly. And it doesn't go that way. It it takes another turn. And we go, Lord, I'm doing all I can do. There's, There's actually no more in the natural that I can do about this. And sometimes the Lord will say, well, you know, I have to allow you to walk through certain kinds of circumstances so that you'll understand what's really going on. So you have that when you when you come to God's school, training, on-the-job training, so to speak. So you will experience things that you might not have experienced otherwise. Why? Because it's for your learning. It's for your growth. It's for your development. Amen? So don't get too bent out of shape because sooner or later God's going to use it. Amen? Sooner or later, 
He's going to use it. So just relax some. Amen? Relax some. Relax. Not so tense, not not on pins and needles, knowing that God has it. God's got this, and it's okay. Amen? So, God wants us to focus on living in the present, not living in what happened yesterday and not living in trying to live into what might happen tomorrow. He wants us to focus on the present moment because he's in the present moment with us. Amen? So he says, take therefore no thought for the morrow. For the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Whatever trouble is going to happen, let it stay in the day it came in, all right? Because each new day is a gift of God. So, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we want to thank you for our relationship with you through the Lord Jesus that we've been adopted into your family and we are the children of God and we're able to come before you to receive grace and mercy to help us in our time of need. So, Father, thank you for today, a day which you have made. We choose to rejoice and be glad in it. So forgetting those things that are behind, they've already happened, you can't fix them or change them, or it's it's done. Amen? Forgetting those things that are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. Ah, reaching. We've got to reach. We have to reach, church. Reaching forth miracles unto those things which are before. We press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus. Sometimes it's the next step in the wrong. God's calling us to come higher in an area in our lives. All right, let's reach forward. Let's let's do what Jesus is saying to do. Lord, you are our ever-present help. And because you are always there, we will set you continually before ourselves. We will keep our eyes on Jesus. Because you are at our right hand, we will not be moved. Therefore, our hearts are glad. And our glory rejoices in you, Father, and we will rest, R-E-S-T, in your hope. You are showing us the path of life, each step of the way, Lord. You are showing us the path of life, each step of the way, Lord. And in your presence, 
we find fullness of joy every moment of the day. And at your right hand, we experience pleasures forevermore. Amen, amen. I can attest to that. Thank you, Father. Give us your grace to make the most of every moment today and help us to seize every opportunity that comes our way. We don't want to miss one. There's a blessing in it. There's a blessing. In the middle of a trouble, there's a blessing in there. If if you'll focus on Jesus, you won't miss it. There, there's a blessing. There's some light. There's there's another step on the path. Amen? In your presence, we find fullness of joy every moment of this day. And it takes away all the heaviness and all the sighs. It takes away all of that oppression and all of that heaviness and all of those I don't know what's going to happen nexus and all of the, it just takes it all away. We can hand all of that to Jesus and say, Holy Spirit, you're our comforter. Please come comfort me. I need comfort now. And he will. And he will. We don't have to feel weighed down because of serious circumstances that are impending. Why? Because underneath us are the everlasting arms. God is holding the circumstance up. It's not going to crash in on us. Our God is holding the circumstances up. It's not being held up by our power. It's being held up by the word of his power. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. It's not going to wash you out. Amen? Amen. It's not going to wash you out and leave you depleted. It should find you leaning on the Lord, leaning on Jesus. You know how John used to lean his head on Jesus' chest. All kinds of drama was going on. Jesus was about to be betrayed. They're having the Last Supper, and John's leaning his head over on Jesus. That's it. That's the way it goes. That's how you do that. You lean on Jesus. It's not your strength. It's his strength that you need. It's not your courage. It's the courage, his courage poured into you. Yes, you can face whatever comes because he's already there with you facing it. Amen? Amen. He's taking you through it step at a time. I've never seen a caterpillar yet in, in, run the 50-yard dash. And neither have you. I've never seen a caterpillar yet 
run the 50-yard dash. So if you're not getting but one step done at a time, praise the Lord for progress. Praise the Lord for progress. Amen? Praise him for progress. Father, give us your grace, the most of each, every moment today, and help us to seize every opportunity that comes our way. We will redeem the time today, and we will walk purposefully and wisely as you reveal your will to us. Thy word is a lamp unto our feet and a light to our path. Today, Father, we will trust you with all our heart, leaning not to our own understanding. In all of our ways, we will acknowledge you, and we know that you will direct our paths. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know, there are circumstances that we face that are challenges to us. We're human. Humans see everything as a challenge. <laughs> Teeth brushing is a challenge. Why? Because you got to find the toothpaste and you don't know where it is anymore. <laughs> everything is a challenge. Okay. Some days you've got to find the toothpaste and the toothbrush, all right? This is real life. But we have a real God for everyday real living. We have a real God through every single step of life. We have a real God with real power and real love, real love, not just for this life, but for every life to come. And we need to remember that. Oh, Lord, I'm going through this. He's right there. He knows. But, Lord, they said I need to. I know about that. He'll show you how to get it done. I recently had an experience yesterday that was quite frustrating to me. I was not pleased with that experience at all. But after I left that establishment, I decided to go on and complete what I needed to do for the day. And I got I got my errands done. Yes, I did not allow what happened at stop number one to hinder stop two, three, four, five, six. I just kept pressing on. Well, today... Today, would you believe today, I get a phone call, an unexpected phone call. And I went, what? So, all of a sudden, I had to do something that I wasn't prepared for and did not expect. I had to jump up, get in my car, and go someplace I'd never gone, talk to people I didn't know, and get something done. But God had it set up that it went just beautifully. And while I was waiting, I could I could kind of calm down and get it together, you know, pull it back together. And then I thought, 
I need to do this this other thing too. And I went there. I, I, I didn't even fill out the paperwork because the person on the other side of the window already knew who I was, didn't have a problem looking my account up, and everything just went smoothly. I had to call some people at another place and say, hey, did you get this? And they said, yes. I said, you sure it's everything you need? They said, yes, it's great. I could go on. You see, when when you really turn it over to God and you let him take you through the ups, the downs, the, the turns, the twists, the ins and outs, He's right there with you to make things better. Amen. Amen. So we're we're gonna we're gonna get off our own backs and stop driving ourselves up a wall. You know how you can do that. You can get on your own nerves. Yes, you can. <laughs> it's not so much the situation, it's that you keep rehearsing it and as a result of you continuing to rehearse it, you end up getting on your own nerves. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, for every time we've done that, we repent because that's wrong. That's not what the scripture says to do. Amen? <laughs> that's, that's wrong. It's a sin. <laughs> it's one we do too often, but it's a sin, and we are wrong for doing that. So we apologize to you for treating ourselves that way and for treating the Godhead that way, and for treating the body of Christ that way. Because we were busy getting on our own nerves, and chances are we might have gotten on somebody else's nerves too. So we forgive the situation, and we ask for your forgiveness and to help us do it better. Yes, it might have been an improvement from the last time when we really did mess it up, but we can do better still. And we're looking forward to the opportunity to do better still. Amen? Amen. So now everybody, we're going to forgive everybody in miracle for this right now. Heavenly Father, we forgive everybody in miracle for this. We remit that sin in Jesus' name. And we all receive our forgiveness and grace from you. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Isn't that better? That better, Saint. Now, tomorrow, we're going to treat ourselves a little nicer. <laughs> we're not going to get on our own nerves so badly. You know, you can you can get all, all wound up and stuff and mistreat you. Well, you, you've done it before, you know. <laughs> you know how you do that. So let's not rehearse it so much. Let's be quiet or begin to praise the Lord or pray in our prayer languages. It comes out better that way. Let's see if we can remember to do that. Amen. Praise the Lord. So, Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for all of our first-time listeners, and we encourage them to join us not only this time but in the future. Amen. In the future, they may visit us at our website and on our our page in our chat room. Our website is 
MiracleInternetChurch.com. MiracleInternetChurch.com. When the page comes up, across the banner, we'll see MIC Radio Chat. Click that. Click that link and join us in the chat room, even if we're not necessarily broadcasting live at that moment. Amen. You can post a scripture. Amen. Yes, you can. In Jesus' name. And how do you do that? Well, when the page comes up, you click MIC Radio Chat, and you go to the part that says Yes. And when the page changes, you type in your name, one of those that's on your birth certificate, and the greeting that you have for the saints or the scripture that you wish to post and enter. And if we're live on the air, the saints will reply. And sometimes if we're not, the saints will reply. Amen. So God loves us one and all. And we need to remember to love us too. And we love you. And thank you for joining us. We pray that you learn something from what you experience here with us. You see, we don't have the um, the idea that God is way up in heaven and he can't be reached by us and he can't reach to us. We don't have that idea at all. We have the idea that God lives in us. And no matter where we are and what's going on, he's right here with us. He's right here with us. So we encourage you to join us and to enjoy the presence of the Lord right here on earth. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. So we're going to get some more here. Amen. We're, we're, we're going to start some more here. We're going to talk and pray some more because we like to pray. Praying makes you a better, stronger Christian. Now, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, We all take authority, dominion, and power together in Jesus' name over the spirit of fear. Fear is a sin and a felony in the kingdom of God. And all of our little anxieties and worries and apprehensions and overly cautious and running away and trying to hide and all of those other manifestations of fear that we've been doing since we were little and we haven't let go of yet. We are wrong for holding on to them in Jesus' holy name. Some of us, it manifests in how we eat or how we don't eat. Some of us, it manifests in the fact that we become withdrawn or overly um, I forgot the word I wanted to say. Anyway, you know what I mean. We talk too much. That's what I'm saying. Kinds of manifestation. And they all come out of, that, out of that same little pocket of fear that you've had for years. So we're inviting the Father to reach in our stinky pot. What's a stinky pot? A stinky pot is the place in us where sin is still hanging out there, and uh, it's just as rotten as it was before, but the stench is worse. 
That's where the stinky part is. So we're asking God to go help us go into our little stinky pot and get some of that mess out because it's giving off an odor that is not pleasing to the Holy Spirit. Amen. That's what we're doing. We're going to get rid of some of that. Amen. <laughs> We've had it for too long. We've got to get rid of some of this, okay? So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the armor of God. We thank you for every piece of the armor. And we thank you that you're giving us the strength to face what we need to face about ourselves, about others, and about our world. We want to thank you, Lord, that you're loving us and we're receiving the changes that you're making in our lives as the love of God. We're not thinking God's coming out to beat us up. We're thinking now he's coming to clean me out. It's time for a bath. Amen. Sometimes we don't like it. Sometimes we're more amenable. But we want to thank you, Lord, that you're not going to let us be stinky. Amen? You're going to get us cleaned up, even if we don't like scrubbing bubbles. Amen? Praise the Lord. It's going to be okay. It's going to be all right. Because when it's all over, we have this thing called the peaceable fruit of righteousness. And we want that more than what's been in the stinky pot. Amen? Praise God. Amen. A lot more than what's been in the stinky pot. So, Father, for every time that um, we've over-exaggerated our responses or our reaction to a situation, help us to realize that we don't have to do that anymore. We overreact to things. Yes, we, we, we've been doing it for a while now, but, Lord, we're trusting you to get that cleaned out of us. That overreacting, we want it to go. We don't want to hold on anymore, not anymore at all. Amen? We thank you that we're covered by the blood of Jesus, that we're the head and not the tail, and no weapon formed against us, shall be able to prosper. Thank you, Lord. We thank you that you're our shepherd and we shall not want, and that you have supplied all of our needs according to your riches and glory. And we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So we're casting down all of those old imaginations that keep flaring up, causing us problems, And every high thought, every thought that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought captive to the obedience of Jesus Christ, we thank you that we can cast all of our cares upon you. We don't have to be faint-hearted, Lord, because the righteous are bold as a lion. We don't have to be faint-hearted. We don't have to be under oppression. 
We don't have to have anxiety and stress. We don't have to be untrusting and faithless either. We don't have to live in torment or horror. There's no reason for us to live in fear every day of our lives. Fear of man, fear of death, fear of anything, because you have set us free. You've set us free, Lord. There's no reason. Amen? You have set us free, and it's time for us to take hold of the freedom that you have given us. It's time for us to take hold of the freedom that you have given us. We can deal with whatever the situation is, and we can take hold of the freedom that you've given us, Lord. We have freedom in Christ. We have liberty because where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. We don't have to live feeling like we have to stay in a cage. You didn't cage us. The enemy tries to, but you didn't do that. Cage and commanded to to fall apart in the name of Jesus. We can speak to those limitations and call them down under the feet of Jesus Christ. We have liberty in Jesus Christ our Lord. We're not bound, we're free. We're in Christ Jesus. He's free, we're free. In the name of Jesus Christ. He's free, we're free. He's our liberty. He's our deliverer. He set us free. Amen? He broke every chain. So now we don't have to drag the chains around with us. We can let them go. Amen? Lifting up holy hands before the Lord without wrath or doubting. We can be free. Why? Because he's made us free. We're supposed to be free. He died for us to be free. So let's take hold of the freedom that we have in Jesus Christ our Lord. We want to thank you, Lord, that we have the freedom to walk in divine health. Why? Because by your stripes we have been healed. We have the freedom to walk in joy. Why? Because the joy of the Lord is our strength. We have the freedom to cast down imaginations. Why? Because you've already made every thought captive. You said every knee would bow and every tongue would confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. You've taken care of that. We've got freedom. You said you're the truth. And we would know the truth, and the truth would make us free. So, Lord, help us to take hold of the truth that frees us. Help us to drop off all those imaginations that keep us in bondage. Help things down and make them obey Jesus Christ. Amen? 
Amen. So we refuse to have intimidation in Jesus' name. We refuse to be apprehensive in the name of Jesus. Why? We've been set free from intimidation. We've been set free from apprehension. We're free from these things. There's no need to allow them to hang around. It's time to kick them out. Time. We shouldn't have anxiety leading to stress, leading to some more problems. Why? Because Jesus has taken care of every possible anxiety already. He's already taken care of it. We have to believe him and trust him. He's already taken care of it. He's already taken care of it. Amen? Amen. The Bible says, you shall not fear them, for the Lord your God, he shall fight for you. Amen. So we don't have to walk around with heaviness. You know, heaviness because we don't know what's going to happen next. No, we've been set free from that. We don't have to have a broken heart. Why? Because the healer himself has taken it upon himself on the cross, and we've been set free from that. We don't have to have despair. We don't have to have rejection. We don't have to have hopelessness. Why? Because Jesus already took that for us, and we've been set free from it. Amen? We don't have to have depression. Jesus already took it for us. He took it for us, and we've been set free from it. We don't have to walk in self-pity. Why? Because Jesus already took it for us, and he already set us free from it to do our part and follow through. And he's calling us to follow through. Amen? Amen. So we don't have to walk around with continual trauma. Trauma from something that happened in the past. Guess where it still is? In the past. Gone. It can't come back again. Thank you, Jesus. It's gone. Let it be gone. Why? Because Jesus has set us free from it. He took it on the cross. Amen? So somebody put an evil spell on you. Or... Somebody um, did something demonic against you. It's in the past. It can't follow you forever. You are blessed of God. Hand it over to the Lord and say, Lord, you ready to move on? Great, because I'm ready to go on too. Amen? Stop rehearsing what they have done to you. Stop it. Stop it. Drop it. Nobody takes hot coals and holds them in their hands forever. 
No, you let it go. Why? Because it will burn you and hurt you. Let that thing go. It's over with. It's done. Jesus already took it on the cross. Now you can walk free from it. Stop allowing your mind to keep going back there. Take your mind and say, no, we're not going there today. We're going on with Jesus. We're reaching forward. We're reaching forward. We're pressing somewhere else. Amen? Amen. We're not going around being afraid of demons. We've been given power and authority over them. Aren't we? Don't we know this? We have power and authority. We've been using that power and authority. Amen? So we're not afraid of any demons. Amen. They're only demons. That's about it. We're not going to get caught up in greed and lust. We're not going to live our lives in insecurity or worry or anger or envy or jealousy or tension. Amen? We're not going to give in to these things. Why? Because we've already been set free from them. We just have to choose to pursue the Lord and walk in our freedom. Amen? Amen. We're going to walk in our freedom. We're not going to have stress disorders. No, we're not. There isn't anything that's happened to us that Jesus can't set us free from. He's actually already done it. We just haven't walked out all the steps with him. Amen. We're not having all of that. No. It doesn't matter what they did. He took what they did on the cross so we could be free. Amen. We don't have to have tantrums and fits and childishness and immaturity and allowing other people to control us. We don't have to always want our way. We don't have to be irresponsible. We don't have to act like we can't get rid of our childishness because we can. Called us to maturity. He's calling us forward. So leave that other stuff behind. Amen. That's the truth. So they rejected you. Well, he's already received you. You've been received before the throne of God. So they hurt your feelings. Well, your feelings can get healed. They were healed on the cross. All right? Before you ever got here to experience the problem, the healing was already released. Receive your healing. Receive your healing. Receive your healing. Humble your happy little self and receive from the Lord. It doesn't matter why they did it. You can't change them, and you can't change what they did. But you can go on with Jesus. Amen? 
Amen. It's the truth. Yes, it is. It's the truth. Amen. It is indeed the truth. We don't have to be intolerant or impatient or have this, everything has to be perfect. No, there's no perfection down here outside of God. So let's get off of that tale. We don't have to live in a fantasy world or withdraw or be timid or shy or be lonely or extra sensitive or extra uh, talkative or be afraid of people. We don't have to do any of that. We've been set free from all of it. So everybody in your family was a fighter. Well, there's the right kind of fighting and the wrong kind. You can let go of the wrong kind and embrace the kind in Christ. Amen it is. Amen it is. It's your choice. Well, you decide. I I want to be free. Do you want to be free? I want to be free. I want to be free, free, stay free, live free, be free all the time. Amen. So, Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, from our position, seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus, we bind Satan, the strong man, all of his evil angels, evil spirits, demonic agents, all of his underlings, timings, decisions, maneuvers, tactics, devices, plans, and orders, and we cancel all demonic assignments and satanic agendas against the righteous. We take the territory from Satan in Jesus' name. We bind every form of godliness which denies the power of Jesus Christ. We come into agreement with the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, and we come out of agreement with Satan, his evil agents, and his evil powers in Jesus' name. We close and seal all portals, channels, open doors of access to the enemy in the name of Jesus. We pull down all demonic thrones. We bind the wicked principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and all spiritual wickedness in high places. We release the all-consuming fire of God on every ley line, silver cord, and garland. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep in Jesus' name. We bind rape and murder to its strong men and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind forced feedback, cyber-stalking, cyber-sex crimes, Cyber sex, pornography, demonic curiosity, bewitching spirits, which manipulate modern technology. We bind pulse microwave radiation attacks designed to cause neurological problems, brain injuries, debilitating headaches, vertigo binding, directed energy microwave weapons binding all vibrations, which are demons. Thank you, Lord, for that. We give you praise, glory, and honor for it. Thank you, Lord. Amen. We bind the demons and workers of darkness in the heavenlies, in the bush, and in the deep. We bind rape and murder to its strong men and dethrone them all, chaining them all in eternal chains and darkness, placing them in the custody of the Holy Spirit. We bind the sources of all witchcraft attacks, and we return the attacks onto the heads of the devils that bring them to cling to them for eternity. We bind all trafficking, reporters, listeners, watchers, peeps, whisperers, familiar electronic digital technology demons and their attacks. We bind Leviathan spirits and their attacks, all technology and brainwashing and Kundalini spirits and their attacks, all marine spirits, water spirits and their attacks, sex devils and their attacks, unclean spirits and their attacks, passive devils and their attacks, pain-afflicting spirits, sleep deprivation spirits, artificial intelligence smart dust and drone spirits, all sorcery devils and their attacks, 
seducing, womanizing, whoredom spirits in their attack, and all the voices of the stranger, the charmer, and the seducer in their attack, all targeted radio frequencies, pulse weapons in their attacks, microwave attacks, debilitating sonic frequency attacks, and the works of work of every druid. We take authority, dominion, and power over the Havana syndrome, brain changes, injuries, all remote viewing, all sonic and audio weapons. Amen to the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for freedom. Thank you for freedom in Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for all pulse, and we bind all targeted radio frequencies, all pulse weapons and their attacks, microwave attacks. Thank you, Lord. Binding all microwave frequency weapons, 5G and components, everything coming from what we call outer space or other galaxies as a weapon against human beings. We bind it in the name of Jesus Christ coming from any uh, satellite, any planet, any star, any orbit, any rukuhurikita station on a planet. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Any and all uh, global uh, satellite positioning systems, any satellite positions that have been Launched into what we call outer space by humans or other entities in Jesus' name. We take authority, dominion, and power over all of those attacks. Over all of those attacks, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Every attack coming from what we refer to as outer space, we bind in the name of Jesus and return to sender. We thank you, Father, that you have power and authority. You can subdue all things under yourself. We thank you, Lord. We bind all the attacks that come through uh, the cell towers, the surveillance system, and through our devices in Jesus' holy name. Thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for giving us power and authority where we need it. We overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts, Buddhist black magic, Santeria, Kabbalah, Egyptian, Chaldean, Hindu, Indian, African, European, North American, South American, Islander, indigenous group, tribal group, every cult, every coven, every cabal, Every cult, coven, every cabal, and every conclave, we bind you all in the name of Jesus Christ. That includes every cult, every coven, every cabal, and every conclave that comes under the heading of the Illuminati. We bind everything about you in the name of Jesus Christ from your very inception until eternity comes. And that's all the time. We bind everything about you. We bind your finances in Jesus' holy name. All the silver and the gold belongs to God. It's not yours. And we command your monies to leave you in the name of Jesus. We speak to your money, and we command them to leave you and to go to Jesus Christ. Oh, 
Yerikita da brosa la di Yosunda la dia. Ruka de brisa la la di Yosunda da broko do rikisa da briki. We take authority, dominion, and power over your wealth and prosperity, and we command it to leave you in the name of Jesus and go to Jesus Christ. Raka kurungun de riseta. Errekola la di Yosunda da brisa la di Yosun. Runge de brisa la di Yosun rikita da brosa. Ringe de brisa la di Yosun rikita da braku regere le le Yosunda raka. We take authority, dominion, and power over the influence of mammon and all of his underlings. We break their grip and hold in Jesus' name. We break their grip and hold. We break their grip and hold in the name of Jesus. We break their grip and hold. We bind the work of the water devil. And the marine spirit, in Jesus' name, Ruka de and their connection to the financial world, in the name of Jesus. Haladayasa, rumba babarukundi dibrisha la de Yosunda, irisile de Yosur rakaharikita, runge de rabresa la de Yosuta rabreke, rakakuro kunderamana. We speak to the finances, in the name of Jesus Christ. We command you to come up from under under the sea. Come out, come out, come out, come out now. And go to the feet of Jesus immediately. Under the feet of Jesus. 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 We command the finances to come from up under the sea. Go to the feet of Jesus in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Father, for releasing your warring angels to see to it that our prayers receive the proper response in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We bind all whoredom spirits and their attacks, all the voices of the stranger and their attacks. Amen. All hypnotic and trance devils, mystic rituals and their intent. And we overturn and empty all cauldrons and chalices upon the heads of the conjurers and the magicians. We bind every order of magic and mystic arts. We bind all Morgellons attacks. We bind all Caribbean, Latin American, and Haitian black and white magic in Jesus' name. And we return the attacks to the senders. We bind the culture of corruption worldwide. We bind all free-flying devils. We bind all evil spirits which take animal forms, all shape-shifting spirits, trapping them in their shifted form for eternity. We bind each demon responsible for the dominion of sin in our culture. We bind impulsivity, inattention, racing mind, hyperactivity, and low levels of dopamine. We bind the prince of the power of the air, and we return his powers to Jesus Christ. We bind bind the power of the dog and every abomination that's been committed. We bind the Lord of the flies and his agents, and we place them under the feet of the Lord Jesus. We bind the Mandela effect and all satanic ritual abuse, devils, satanic worship, witchcraft dedications, and all rituals done on the phases of the moon. We want to thank you, Lord. We bind all formations of bullflies and demonic insects. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own web, birds of evil spirits. We bind mammon and his agents. And we take authority, dominion, and power. 
over the gods of the people of the land, the gods of the grove, and every spirit that exalts science, logic, human reasoning, and demonic knowledge against the knowledge of God and makes man wise in his own eyes. We give you the praise, the glory, and the honor for it, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, that you are sparing the oil and the wine. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We bind all spiders in their webs, trapping them in their own webs. We bind spirits of infirmity. We bind the transference of evil spirits. We bind mammon and his agents. And we bind all demons sent forth to intimidate, harass, manipulate, lie against, mock, wear down, infect, destroy, spy, sabotage, hinder, monitor, track, besmirch, block, distract, confuse, pervert, stifle, curse, undermine, despise, bewitch, tranquilize, assassinate, divide, confound, attack, reproach, and reduce the effectiveness of the righteous in Christ Jesus. We bind the shedding of injected persons upon us. We return and loose these attacks to the senders according to the covenant. We bind the bondage of generations of fools and the spirit of the fool in Jesus' name. We bind the carnal mind. We bind the fool's anger in Jesus' name. We bind addictions, gluttony, food lust, and false flags in the name of Jesus. We return to sender according to the covenant. All in every reprisal, retribution, counterattack, psychic weapon, retaliation, all avenging, all blowbacks, all vengeance, all blood rituals, Every boomerang, each payback, and all requiting of our righteous warfare in Jesus' name. This includes every evil work, mark, right, ritual, ceremony, sacrifice, proclamation, pronouncement, vow, root work, or sin against us in Jesus' name. Astral projection, sending demons to us to work against us and against all that pertains to us. No demon, no wicked person, or unrighteous event left behind. Binding the inordinate use of conjugal rights, returning to sender, all witchcraft attacks, through channeling and the satellites against the website, the app, and the broadcast. Binding all abortions is a magical ritual. Returning to sender, all Cameroonian wizardry, black magic, jujus, hexes, vexes, spells, and so forth, in Jesus' name. Returning to sender, all tribal, witchcraft, and occultism, in the name of Jesus, and all of their tactics and maneuvers, in Jesus' name. Returning to sender, all Chaldean witchcraft, and all Spanish witchcraft, Bruharia, in the name of Jesus Christ, all Haitian witchcraft, all Caribbean and Jamaican witchcraft, in Jesus' name, all Colombian and Venezuelan witchcraft, in Jesus' name. Father, we take authority, dominion, and power from our position seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus over the witchcraft, over the occult activities of the illegal migrants, in the name of Jesus Christ. We break their grip and hold. In the name of Jesus. We bind all these demons, Lord. We bind these demons and we ask you to release your warring angels against these demons. In the name of Jesus Christ. Caging them, sending them to the feet of Jesus for judgment. They have no right in this land or in the other countries where they have no right to be. We thank you and we give you praise. We give you praise. We break the power. Of their demons that came with them in the name of Jesus Christ. 
We expel them from our land in Jesus' name. We expel them from our land in the name of Jesus. We expel their demons from our land in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord. We give you praise, glory, and honor. Thank you, Lord. Are we breaking and destroying our social, emotional, and psychological ties with food and drink, which are displeasing to Jesus Christ? We're binding superficial religious acts and every act of sexual sin, even imagined sexual sin we bind in Jesus' name. We're binding magic spells for love, money, protection, black magic, white magic, candle magic, hoodoo, root work, lucky charms, high magic, folk magic spells, binding the demons of energies, boomeranging their wicked works upon them, binding all magical language, magic signs, magical patterns, even in numbering, binding synchrony, taking authority, dominion, and power over being weary and well-doing. We bind it in the name of Jesus Christ, and we send it back upon the enemy in the name of Jesus. Back upon the enemy in the name of Jesus. We thank you that the joy of the Lord surges through us because the joy of the Lord is our strength. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We take authority, dominion, and power over all the demons that come to drain our energies as we go through trials, tribulations, tests, and whatever else comes our way in the name of Jesus. We cut ourselves free from such attacks in the name of Jesus Christ, and we return the attack back on the demons that are bringing it to us in Jesus' name. We return the attack back on those demons in the name of Jesus Christ and wherever it came from in the name of Jesus Christ. We are returning the attack. We're returning the attack. We're returning the demons and their mechanisms. Back in the name of Jesus, we take authority, dominion, and power over every hindering spirit that's been released against us in the name of Jesus. And we take the very hindrance of the hindering spirits, and we release it into those demons to hinder them. We thank in Jesus' name. Rekka, free course, free course. Hey, hallelujah. Roba baba, rekise. Rike de la brushonda, rukunde de bresela de yasakura. Yikamamamama rokete de bre. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. We're binding and caging Poseidon and all other underwater demons and stripping them of their crowns, their thrones, and their powers, transferring them back to Jesus Christ, binding all conjurations and summoning of demons in Jesus' name. Binding water witching in Jesus' name. Native American customs that are steeped and rooted in sin. We bind them all and their outworkings in the name of Jesus Christ. We take authority, dominion, and power over every queen of the coast. And we strip them of their powers. And we transfer their powers to Jesus Christ. Because all power belongs to God. We are binding Jewish black magic mysticism, magic writings, magic artifacts, binding the essence of magic and Jewish magic by practitioners, amulets, bowls, precious stones, incantations, divining practices, magic spells, and potions, binding all blockages to righteous spiritual reception. We bind all vampire spirits, 
voodoo, hoodoo, ancient arts, mystic rituals, devils attending the New World Order, New Age Movement, Great Reset, Make-Believe Fantasy, fables, enchantments, false religions, numerology, horoscopes, the spirits and works of the oppressor, and the spirit and the children of disobedience, martial arts, yoga, transcendental meditation, antichrist ideologies and doctrines, Ahab and Jezebelic spirits and practices, lewdness, perversion, the outworking of vain deceit, death spirits, spirits of destruction, chaos, and mayhem, oppression, depression, anarchy, premonition, clairvoyance, ESP, telepathy, psychokinesis, uh, out-of-body experiences, reincarnation, haunting, poltergeist, astral travel, psychic healing, demonic meditation, spirit guides, and defilement by wizards. We bind you in the king of pride and all of his underlings in Jesus' name. We chain them with eternal chains into darkness and send them to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We bind all human, demonic, blood, sexual, financial, animal, food, fecal, and soulish sacrifices in Jesus' name. We bind all devils attached to idols and idolatry. We bind every form of rebellion, idolatry, root work, mind control, apathy, unyielding nature, worship, deception, unfocused mind, idle mind, wandering mind, scoffing, error, worldly indoctrination, military spirits, rioting, abuse, all trolls, all fear, combative, jealousy, fleshly ambition, the culture of corruption, weariness, betrayal, unfaithfulness, violence, and temptation to sin in Jesus' name. We bind Belial, Beelzebub, Baal, Molech, Basilic, Python, Neptune, Zeus, Apollyon, Kali, all gods and goddesses, Osiris, Isis, On, and all false deities, Mammon, Atlas, Baphomet, and his 72. We chain you with eternal chains under darkness and send you to Jesus to be judged. We thank you, Lord. We undo the works of every demonic weapon, fireball, poison, voodoo pins, and dolls, hot and cold spots, psychic weapons, prompters, codes, triggers, designs, signals, and we return their afflictions to the worker of witchcraft and their pagan sources. We break the power of every Masonic ritual, rite, ceremony, vow, pledge, and pact in Jesus' name. We bind the rituals, the brotherhood, the lodge, the craft, the worship, the grit, Freemasonry, their charters, the rituals of every secret society, and the rituals and works of all their associated organizations in Jesus' name. We bind their wicked works and their wicked powers in the name of Jesus. We place them under the feet of Jesus for judgment. Thank you, Lord. We bind every spirit that was familiar to the Laodiceans. We bind the insanity, pride, work of errors, and foolishness of our own opinions. We bind being misled and misleading others. And we return and loose all the retaliations of the enemy upon his own head. According to the scriptures, we bind all traditions and customs rooted in sin. We denounce and renounce them all and loose ourselves from them. We bind the gang stalkers and send their fear, harassment, and witchcraft back on their own heads as well as their mind control in Jesus' name. We bind the spirit of slumber. We thank you, Father, that you have given us power over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means harm us. We rejoice with you that our names are written in heaven. We bind every spirit that denies the deity of the Lord Jesus Christ and his blood atonement on the cross of Calvary. Father, we ask for eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to believe, and minds to receive what the Spirit of God says to the church. We repent of an evil heart of unbelief in accord with Calvary. We ask you, Father, to teach us to guard our hearts with all diligence. Lord, we've come to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, to break every yoke and chain, to break every yoke and chain, and to call for justice and plead for truth. 
Lord, develop in us a love for the truth. Lead us into the truth. Your word is truth, and your truth will make us free. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. Lord, we've come to celebrate the scriptures with you and to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. We will not turn back from pursuing the enemy until the Godhead does. The Lord Jesus Christ is our commander-in-chief in whom we serve and obey. We want to thank you, Father. We disconnect ourselves from every demon, spirit, or entity that has followed us, was sent to us, or transferred to us. We bind and cage them now, send them to the feet of Jesus for judgment. We take authority, dominion, and power, Father, over all the demons that come through the computer and the phone lines in Jesus' name. We want to thank you, Lord, that you have given us the freedom and the right through Jesus Christ to walk in liberty. And we're going to do that, Lord. We pray for the peace. Financial liberty, too. Financial liberty. We don't have to be bound in debt. Jesus didn't call us to be bound in debt. Well, he didn't. He did not call us to be bound in debt or bound in poverty or bound in any of those things. He called us to be free in him. There's no lack in our God. Amen? Amen. There is no lack in our God. He's the all-sufficient, many-breasted one. He can handle every need that has ever been and ever will be. We have to let him do it. Amen? We, get, we have to cooperate with him. We have to humble ourselves and obey him. We have to stop doing things that he doesn't want us to do and do the things that he has explained that he wants done. Amen? Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord for trusting the Lord for financial freedom in Jesus' name. Father, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, for kings, for all who are in authority, and all true Christians everywhere, everywhere, especially those that are in prison, being persecuted, or were left behind in Afghanistan, and uh, were January 6th prisoners. Though we walk in the midst of trouble, you will revive us. You will stretch forth your hand against the wrath of our enemies, and your right hand shall save us. We thank you, Lord, for covering us with the blood of Jesus and whatever mode of transportation we happen to be using. We thank you, Lord, that you have already dispatched your angels ahead of us to protect us. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we lift all the finances of all the members of Miracle Internet Church before you. If any of our finances have been drugged down under the sea and captured by the devil, we break the power of the devil over our finances in Jesus' name. We break through the very rooting of it in the name of Jesus Christ. We want to thank you. With the sword of the Spirit, Father, we disconnect our finances from all ungodliness, unrighteousness, and uncleanness in Jesus' name. Woo! There it goes. <laughs> Hallelujah! He whom the sun sets free is free indeed. 
Show us your way, Lord, so that we can walk with you. We we take away all permission, all rights, all opportunities that we have given the enemy to, to bother our finances, to come anywhere near our finances. We submerge our finances under the blood of Jesus Christ. Woo! There it goes. We submerge our finances under the blood of Jesus Christ. Father, we ask you to forgive us for our wrong, whatever it might have been. If we've done something wrong, we ask for your mercy and your forgiveness. We ask for your correction and guidance and counsel. We thank you for your wisdom. Oh, hallelujah. We thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you for your wisdom, Lord. We choose to receive it. We receive it right now by faith in Jesus' name. Seeing it is a righteous thing with God to recompense tribulation to them that trouble you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We disconnect our finances now and forevermore from any ungodly entity or or, or spirit or person in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you. Father, we want to thank you for what you're doing in us tonight. We take authority over all the demons of the night, bad dreams, night dreams, sex dreams, anyone or anything trying to get into our dreams, we command them to stay away. We thank you, Lord, that should they attempt to violate our dreams, that they will be met with the fiery swords of your angels in Jesus' name. We plead the blood of Jesus over ourselves as we sleep and as we rest. We thank you for guarding over us. We thank you for the wall of fire that surrounds us with your glory in the midst. We say hallelujah to the Lamb of God who taketh away all the sins of the world. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We take authority, dominion, and power over every attack the enemy has launched against this ministry, against its members, against their finances, against their minds, against their hopes, and against their dreams, ah, and their prospects, in Jesus' name. We take the ground back in the name of, hallelujah, the ground back in the name of Jesus Christ. We return the attack back where it came from according to the covenant, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Read that I that I 
every attack against our body. We take your attacks and we turn them back against you in Jesus' name. Every attack must go back. Every attack. Every attack. Every attack must go back. Every attack. Every attack. Every attack against our minds, against our thoughts, against our emotions, against our against our will, against our righteous determination. Everywhere the enemy has come to thwart us, we send his thwarting back upon him. In the name of Jesus Christ, we give you praise. We give you praise. Thank you for the breakthrough, Lord. We give you praise. DK bound in Jesus' name. DK, the same blindness that the angels released when the enemy came to stop somebody from believing in God, the Lord himself releases against you. Thank you, Lord. Who? Bluestack. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Whew. All right, where was that? <laughs> Just, oh, thank you. We pull out fiery darts, pins, needles, spears, voodoo, witchcraft, curses, everything that comes from the demonic realm, and we send it back in the name of Jesus Christ. Whew. Thank you. We, thank you, Lord. We destroy and burn all ungodly silver cords, ley lines, and we sever from ourselves all ungodly soul ties, attachments, covenants, agreements, oaths, consents, garlands, vows, pledges, pacts, leagues, and all other forms of agreement with the demonic realm. We destroy all walls of protection, all shields of protection around any and every demonic entity in Jesus' name. Any witch, warlock, wizard, sorcerer, diviner, obita man, witch doctor, all agents of the enemy, we pull down all of their protection. Hey! In Jesus' name, never to be erected again in the name of Jesus Christ. Whew. We tear down our walls of protection around shamans, globalists, nanotechnology, Satanists, wizards, warlocks, witches, sorcerers, divinators, and liars in Jesus' name. We destroy the powers of all of their charms, love spells, hexes, vexes, curses. Fetishes, charms, psychic thoughts and power, brain frequency meditations, witchcraft, sonic weapons, uh, death spirits, potions, jinxes, mind control, voodoo, magic, sorcery, uh, torment, psychic power and warfare, sickness, pain and destruction, incense and candle burnings, chantings, ungodly blessings, root work, hoodoo, tribal rituals and sins and every wickedness 
that they have released against us. Their wickedness is their own. Thank you, Lord. We send back, and we bind all strengthening of them in the name of Jesus. We bind and strip away from them any strength. Hey, thank you, Holy Spirit, any strength that might be coming to them. We disconnect them from their sources of communication in Jesus' name and cauterize the end. We thank you, Lord. We silence them in the name of Jesus Christ. We bind their influence. We return to them the murder, hatred, bitterness, envy, jealousy, wizardry, sorcery, evil works, and evil influences that they have released back to them, including their spirits of blindness and bondage, heaviness, fear, and hatred in Jesus' name. We break and destroy every yoke for the liberty that you're releasing to the people of God. In Jesus' holy name, we give you praise, glory, and honor, and thank you for it, Father, in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. So where am I? Over here. Okay. Father, in the name of Jesus, tonight our featured psalm is Psalm 28. And our verse of meditation comes from Joel chapter 2, verse 1. Joel chapter 2, verse 1. Our featured ebook is Kundalini Angry Spirit. So, Father, tonight we're going to talk some more about the witness of the Spirit. We've been, thank you, Lord, for everything you did tonight and all that you're continuing to do. We give you praise. We've been reviewing what has been taught and revealed about the Holy Spirit of God. So here is the question. Question, how does the Holy Spirit bear witness with our spirit that we are the children of God? That's an interesting one. Yes. I agree with you, saints, that words are not necessarily sufficient to describe this action. But we will make a reasonable attempt. All right? Okay. Truly, there are no words in our regular vernacular which will adequately express what the children of God experience. However, we might say that the testimony of the Holy Spirit is an inward impression on our souls. An inward impression on our souls. The Holy Spirit directly witnesses to our reborn spirits that we are his children, that we are his children. We are assured that Jesus loves us and has given his life for us. It's important. See, we've got to know that we 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 know. We're coming up on time, saints, where if the devil could, he would pull away the very elect 
So it's very important that we understand what has happened to us and the power of the connection that we have to God himself. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. So we are assured that Jesus loves us and has given his life for us. We know in our knower that our sins are forgiven and forgotten. Faith becomes personal. When we move from death to life, faith becomes personal. It's not outside of us anymore. We are a part of it now. Amen? Some famous recording star once said, I used to detest Christians, but now I'm one of them. Hmm, what a change. What a change. I used to detest Christians, but now I'm one of them. Amen? This testimony of God's spirit that we are God's children must occur before the testimony of our own spirit to God. So the Holy Spirit works in us before our spirits respond to God saying, Abba, Father. This is made evident because we must be holy of heart and holy in life before we can be aware that we are so. What you say, Pastor? Hang in there. You'll get it. This is made evident because we must be holy of heart and holy in life before we can be aware that we are so. We must be inwardly and outwardly holy before we can come to believe that we are holy. Really? Mm -hmm. Hang in there. It is worthy to note that we must love God before we can be holy at all. Well, let's go to Leviticus. Leviticus. Leviticus chapter 11, verse 44. Leviticus chapter 11, verse 44. Leviticus chapter 11, verse 44. For I am the Lord your God. Hmm? Somebody need, the Holy Spirit says somebody needs to under needs to highlight that. For I am the Lord your God. Ye shall therefore 
sanctify yourselves, and ye shall be holy, for I am holy. Neither shall ye defile yourselves with any manner of creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. 45. For I am the Lord that bringeth you up out of the land of Egypt to be your God. Ye shall therefore be holy. Why? For I am holy. So when we come to the Lord, our God is a holy God. Our God is holy. So now that we're his children, We've received the spirit of adoption. We're, we belong to him. We have to be like him. He's holy, so we must be holy. Amen? Let's go to Leviticus chapter 19, verse 2. Leviticus chapter 19, verse 2. Leviticus chapter 19, verse 2. Speak unto all the congregation of the children of Israel, and say unto them, Ye shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. Okay, what does that mean? Okay, I'm going to put it in terms that maybe you'll get. Okay? You have been adopted. You used to belong to this not-so-great family that had a whole lot of bad qualities. Well, you got adopted. And when you were adopted, you came to live with this family that uh, likes to eat spaghetti and meatballs. So your dad says to you at the dinner table, I eat spaghetti and meatballs, you eat spaghetti and meatballs. You get it? It's not that hard. God says he is holy. He is holy. We're his, so we have to be holy too. It's that simple. He's holy. We have to be holy. We're his. We're in his family now. I know some of us are still so attached to our natural family. But you got to realize you got another family, and that family supersedes the one you're in naturally. This is the family that goes on into eternity with you. Amen. Leviticus chapter 20, verse 7. Leviticus chapter 20, verse 7. Leviticus chapter 20, verse 7. By yourselves, therefore. And be ye holy, for I am the Lord your God. We've made him our God. He's holy. We must be holy. Verse 26, Leviticus chapter 20, verse 26. And ye shall be holy unto me. For I, the Lord, am holy and have severed you, you know, like a cleaver, a meat cleaver, 
and have severed you from other people, that ye should be mine. Amen. First Peter. First Peter chapter one, verse sixteen. First Peter chapter one, verse sixteen. Because it is written, Be ye holy, for I am holy. Amen. The love of God is the root. Of all holiness The love of God Is the root Of all holiness The love of God Is the root Of all holiness We love Because He first loved us We love Because he first Loved us He initiated it He started it. He created it. It's his. We love because he first loved us. 1 John chapter 4, verse 19. 1 John, all the way to the back of the Bible. 1 John chapter 4, verse 19. 1 John chapter 4, verse 19. Much emphasis, all right, you there now? Okay. We love him because he first loved us. We didn't come up with this love that we love him with. He had to give it to us. Amen. Much emphasis has been placed on this in the early church because the Jews and many Gentile false teachers denied the reality of the virgin birth. In those days, if a person believed in the virgin birth of Christ and Christ's physical death to atone for sin and the bodily resurrection of Christ, This soul would likely accept Jesus as his personal Savior. Listen to this. Unfortunately, in our day, especially if Christianity is the accepted religion in our region or country, such a confession of Jesus as the Son of God has become a mere form in many circles. It's just basically words to to designate that you belong to a certain group, unfortunately. Not everyone, but in a lot of cases, yeah. It's just part of what we do, so to speak. You know what I'm saying? That's not the way it's supposed to be, but with some people, that's the way it is. Of course we're Christians. We belong to the first church of the of the mighty ones walking down the street, surely. Mm-hmm. It's because of our association, not because of what we've actually done in Christ, you see. Some people see it that way. Unfortunately, and the Jews saw it that way. They did. 
you hear them telling Jesus that they couldn't be this and they couldn't be that because their father was Abraham. And because Abraham was our father, such and such and such and such and so on. Well, so they're saying they belong to the, we're the descendants of Abraham club. And because we're a member of that club, we're not sinners and we're not this and we're not that and we're not the other. You've heard about that before. So in our day, that same spirit exists. People think that because they acknowledge those facts in public, that they are automatically saved from sin and are true Christians. But you see, saints, a live, true relationship with Jesus Christ goes on every day. It's new decisions that are made, new choices that are made every day. Our faith must be current with the Lord. Our repentance must be current with the Lord. We can't live off of yesteryear laurels. We have to press forward as the Lord has told us. Amen? Yes, they can and do. This only mentally. Yes, they have this mental ascent to, yes, I'm a Christian. Yes, I walk down the aisle. Yes, this, that, and the other, but they haven't gone anywhere since that moment, at least not with the Lord. They went right back to living the way they were living before for the most part. Yes, people can and do go through this really just mentally and with their tongue many times a day without having a change in their life. See, you can't um, you can't fake out God. You can't fake him out. He knows you're really there with him in salvation. He knows you cannot fake him out. God is not mocked. You can't make a fool out of him. Nobody can. Amen? He knows if you're for real or if you're lying. And he will expose you. Oh, but he will. He loves you. Amen? A person must believe from the heart as well as confess with the mouth. Believe in the heart, confess with the mouth. Believe in the heart, confess with the mouth. Should the person do this, you know, this mental assent thing, or in this case, should the person actually believe in their heart and confess with their mouth, that person will be made a new creature in Christ Jesus. True confession. Listen, saints, this is critical. True confession includes a complete and total surrender of the life to God. Mm-hmm. It includes the devotion to the worship of Almighty God, especially regarding future conduct, that it will be according to the whole will of God as understanding is received. 
prioritizing the spiritual life over and above the natural life. Prioritizing the spiritual life over and above the natural life. Now, I'm going to tell you, when you go go to prioritizing the natural life over the spiritual life, you backslide. That's right. You backslide. Amen? Amen. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, everybody, we're going to pray right now. Repeat after Pastor. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I repent of every instance where I have prioritized my natural life over my spiritual life. I ask you to forgive me and to help me return to my first love. Thank you for receiving my repentance. And I receive my restoration from you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Is that better? Is that better? I hope so. Because that's what we all need. That's what we all need. Amen. Amen. Drawing closer to God through prayer, Bible study, and other holy disciplines which lead to believing and acting in agreement with God's will. That's what we do to stay on track. Amen. So, Romans chapter 10, verses 9 through 10. Romans chapter 10, verses 9 through 10. Romans chapter 10, verses 9 through 10. Thou shalt confess. With thy mouth, the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness. What you believe is essential. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So it can't just be in your heart. It's got to come out of your mouth. Amen? It's got to come out of your mouth. Second Corinthians chapter 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, beginning with verse 17. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, beginning with verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, 
all things become new. And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. Praise the name of God forevermore. First John, First John chapter 1. First John, First John chapter 1, beginning with verse 7. First John to 1 verse 7. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. Verse 9, if we confess our sins like we just did, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen, amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. If we confess our sins like we just did, our God is faithful and just. He forgave us of our sins, and he's cleansing us from all unrighteousness. Amen? Amen. So, yes, saints, this change must be real. It must be real, not fake. Not fake. You can't fake this out. Second Corinthians chapter 7. Second Corinthians chapter 7, verse 10. Second Corinthians. Chapter 7, verse 10. For godly sorrow worketh repentance. Godly sorrow worketh repentance to salvation, not to be repented of. But of the world worketh death. The sorrow that the world has, it's not the real deal. It won't bring you to true repentance. Godly sorrow brings you to true repentance. So, now that we understand that, we must know just because people say they're saved doesn't mean they are. In fact, the Bible tells us to examine ourselves and see if we be in the faith. Amen? So, and the love of God, saints, in us cannot be surface or cosmetic. I think you understand what I'm saying. It must rise from within. 
so the love of God is the true root of all holiness. We won't love God until we know that he loves us. We cannot know his pardoning love to us until his spirit witnesses to it in our spirit. So we can see the testimony of his spirit must precede our love of God and all holiness. The work that the Holy Spirit does when we receive Christ has got to come before we can go further. Amen? As a result, the witness of the Holy Spirit to our spirit precedes our inward awareness of it. We don't become aware of it till the Holy Spirit's done it, as well as the testimony of our spirit concerning it. Amen. All of the testifying that we do and so on and so on, that comes after the Holy Spirit has done something in us, has connected us to the body of Christ, and has witnessed to our spirits that we are indeed God's children. So at the moment when the Holy Spirit witnesses to our spirit about these things, we love God because he has loved us. Then, for his sake, we love our brother also. We know all of these things within ourselves because we know the things that are freely given to us by God. We know that we are of God. This is the testimony of our own spirit. Joined with the testimony of God's spirit, it affirms that we are children of God. As long as we continue to love God and keep his commandments, we remain his children. Amen? Nothing can be said about the work of our sins to limit the work of God's Holy Spirit. It is he that works in us everything that is good. There is a scripture that says, let me go to that scripture now. All right. All right. Philippians chapter 2, verse 13. Philippians chapter 2, verse 13. Lest we think 
we're all puffed up in ourselves and we think we produce something. Let's let's find out some truth here. Philippians chapter two, verse thirteen. For it is God. It is God. It is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. When you turn from doing it your way, it's because God has been working in you to cause you to bring you to the place where you desire, where you want, where you will actually perform his good pleasure. Amen? God is at work in you as long as you stick with God. Amen? He's at work in you as long as you stick with God. Amen? Amen. Amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Praise God. So, this is the Holy Spirit also shines upon his work in us clearly showing us what he has done. And when he's done something, we give a what? Testimony in the Global Prayer Warriors Prayer Room. This is one great purpose of our receiving the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Paul was affirming this fact when he wrote, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. His spirit strengthens the testimony of our conscience, touching our simplicity and our godly sincerity. The Holy Spirit allows us to understand in a fuller and stronger light the things we do which please him. Many will seek a clearer explanation of the Spirit's witness of our sonship. Amen? So the Holy Spirit works in us. He he changes us. He brings us into the body of Christ, into the family of God. We receive the spirit of adoption. He works in us, and he witnesses to our spirit man that we are the children of God. And at some point in that work, our spirit man responds to God and cries out, Abba, Father, we acknowledge the adoption. Amen? We acknowledge the adoption. We're going to go a little bit further. How does the Holy Spirit Bear witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. We've been talking about this. How can this witness remove all doubt and be an evidence of the reality of our sonship? The answers are clear. First, 
we have a witness of our spirit. The soul perceives it, and sometimes even in feeling. Our soul knows when it loves and delights in God. Amen? Our soul knows these things. It's alive, by the way, in case you were wondering. It knows when it delights in anything. It can't ignore what it loves and pretends that it doesn't. And also it knows where doubt exists as well. He who loves God is he who delights and rejoices in him. He loves God with a humble joy, a holy delight, and an obedient love. We've talked about this. It is this one who is a child of God. A Christian who experiences these feelings and desires toward God cannot doubt they're a child of God. This person has proof of the scriptures and the inward experience. So, with this experience, we can tell beyond all doubt our hearts witness. Our hearts witness. We have an inward conviction that is beyond all doubt. So, how this actually works step for step, well, it's beyond us. But we know it. And we cannot help but confess it. We know it. And we cannot help but confess it. So, I want you to meditate on this for a while. I want you to spend some time thinking about it. God, by his Holy Spirit, gives a believer a testimony of his adoption as a child of God. While this testimony is present in a person's soul, he cannot doubt the reality of it. He can't pretend this didn't happen. So this testimony of God's spirit with our spirit and our spirit back to God can be distinguished from just hoping that it's the case. There are people that go around hoping that they're a child of God, probably due to ignorance. But you see, once this has actually happened in your life, it's unmistakable, saying you know it in your own knower. It differs from presumption of the natural mind and delusions from the devil. It is important for all to understand these differences. Amen? There are people that have deception in this area of the soul. And these errors can cause cause very fatal consequences. People that make these mistakes usually discover the mistake once it's too late to correct it. Oh, remember that song that I posted in the chat room? 
about I pray that we will make it, that we'll be ready when Jesus comes. This is what this is about, that we'll be ready. We will know that we know that we know we were children of God. We will not be in presumption or in under any delusion. We won't be guessing. Amen. So if the Lord allows, we'll pick this up again at some time in the future. But it is essential that we clearly understand and know for ourselves that we are indeed a child of God. There's no way for you to go home without that knowledge. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. So, Heavenly Father, thank you for all that you've done tonight. And we present to you and to the righteous judge these adjudications. Father, we're requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning Leaked audio obtained by MRC Business reveals that the Chief Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Officer of Warner Brothers Discovery, Dr. Asif Sadiq, is promoting radical leftist ideas and advocating for the removal of employees who do not align with their agenda. During a Zoom call hosted by Ellen McGritt of the Aspen Institute on February 20th, Sadiq acknowledged that there will always be individuals who will not accept the push for diversity and inclusion in the workplace. His solution? Push them out. He said, you can try up until the end of eternity, and it's still, and it's will still not happen, indicating that he believes the best course of action is to push for cultural change that will eventually lead to these employees leaving the company. He's trying to push out everybody that doesn't believe like him. In addition to advocating for the removal of dissenters, Sadiq emphasized the need for employees to be actively anti-racist. He urged individuals to use their power, privilege, and positions to promote equity for marginalized groups. Sadiq also, let me explain something to you, Saints. You're supposed to push for whatever God tells you to do. You're supposed to be led by the Holy Spirit, not by some uh, somebody on your job. I know people think that's strange, but nonetheless, that is the truth. That's what the scriptures bear out. You belong to God. You follow him. He leads and guides and directs your every step, not somebody's opinion. Sadiq also encouraged employees to attend DEI events and engage with the structures put in place to promote diversity and inclusion in the workplace. Sadiq was joined by other panelists, including Goldman Sachs, Chief Diversity Officer Megan Hogan. Harvard Business School Executive Fellow, Deepa, I can't pronounce that last name, and UPenn Professor Lisa Fairfax. 
Fairfax, who has previously spoken at the confirmation hearings of Supreme Court Justice uh, Kataja Brown-Jackson, promoted several radical ideas without pushback from her co-hosts. She criticized any efforts to separate DEI initiatives on race, calling it hurtful and concerning. Fairfax also expressed confusion over those who do not see the connection between uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion and fighting anti-Semitism. Mm-hmm. This leaked audio comes just weeks after UPenn President Liz May Magill resigned after facing criticism for failing to address rampant leftist anti-Semitism on campus. Despite this, Fairfax claimed that she does not understand those who view DEI and fighting anti-Semitism as opposing ideas. This Zoom call highlighted the radical leftist ideology of individuals in top positions at Warner Brothers Discovery and their determination to push for diversity, equity, and inclusion in the workplace, regardless of dissenting opinion, pushing people out of their jobs. They're deliberately doing things to push people out of their jobs. That's what they're saying. It also emphasized the need for employees to actively engage with these initiatives and use their positions to promote equity and change. This leaked audio serves as a reminder that the push for diversity and inclusion is becoming increasingly radicalized, and any opposition to it will not be tolerated. My, mighty close to totalitarianism. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you for bringing this to the forefront once again. And we thank you, Lord, for the righteous judge releasing his adjudications concerning it. Amen. We are requesting adjudications from the righteous judge concerning. The United Nations migration agenda is behind the chaos at the U.S. southern border and U.N. partners are making the situation worse instead of better. The former director of Panama's Border Patrol uh, said so. Oriel Ortega, now a security and defense consultant to Panamanian President Laurentio Cortiza, said during a February 22nd interview that he saw a jump in migration in 2016 at the same time that more non-governmental organizations moved into Panama. That increase corresponded with the UN's Global Compact for Safe, Orderly, and Regular Migration meeting in 2016. Two years later, 152 nations, including Panama, voted in favor of the agreement to manage global migration. The United States voted against it, but under the UN, The migration process has been anything but orderly. Mr. Ortega said it's completely opposite right now. He said through an interpreter, in 2013, a record uh, 500,000 migrants traveled through the dense jungle known as the Darien Gap from Colombia into Panama, documents show. 
Migrants from around the world are flying into South and Central America to start their journey because countries such as Suriname and Ecuador don't require a visa to enter. Their final destination is the United States. The book, Weapons of Mass Migration, Forced Displacement, Coercion, and Foreign Policy, written by Kelly Greenhill, suggests that weaker countries are using migration to destabilize their more powerful adversaries. I don't know how to say that right. The executive director of the Center for a Secure Free Society and an expert on unconventional warfare says that he believes that's what Americans are seeing at the U.S. southern border now. This isn't a conspiracy theory, he said. The invasion at the U.S. southern border is strategic engineered migration. Mr. Ortega agreed that the non-governmental organizations have exacerbated mass migration problems. Instead of helping, they're being part of the problem, he said. It's not the migrants themselves that are creating a national threat. It's the organized crime, and it is these international organizations at the largest, blankest camp in Panama. Migrants have access to a number of large maps provided by the non-governmental organizations that display detailed migration routes headed to the United States. One map is from HIAS, a non-governmental organization founded as the Hebrew Immigrant Aid Society. Yes, the Hebrew Immigrant Aid Society which recently received $11 million from the United States in two grants awarded to Latin American migrants. The Hebrew Immigrant Aid Society map shows a migration route from Colombia to Costa Rica, including detailed bus stops, temperatures, altitudes, and migration kiosk locations. Investigators visited all four migrant camps in the Darien Gap last week, speaking with migrants from China, Somalia, Venezuela, Ecuador, Colombia, and those who hiked out of the treacherous jungle leading from Colombia to Panama. Many suffered from infections and injuries such as trench foot and broken limbs. Several complained that the water was untreated at the camps and that they lacked basic items such as diapers. Migrants also said that the in, the uh, non-governmental staff, several of which are funded by U.S. taxpayer money, only visited the camps for several hours each day. I do not know where the funds are going, Mr. Ortega said, of the non-governmental organization when he told about complaints from migrants. The funds are supposed to be there to help the migrants. The only non-governmental organization workers spotted during the weekend of February 17th to 18th were with the Red Cross, which was building a temporary structure for their workers and Doctors Without Borders, whose medics were speaking with migrants. The NGOs should be educating and helping the migrants in their own country, not Panama, Mr. Ortega said. Instead of curtailing mass migration, 
They are facilitating it, he said. International organizations even filed lawsuits against Panama, alleging human rights violations for holding 2,500 migrants from Haiti. But Mr. Ortega said the migrants were only being held because of unsafe conditions. But he didn't elaborate. While the U.N. has aided migrants for decades, the scope of its operation has drastically expanded, with the number of illegal immigrants entering the United States surging. Nearly $1.3 billion of U.S. taxpayer money was given to the U.N. and other assisting agents, uh, assisting and other agencies assisting migrants in 2023, according to a government spending database. The International Organization for Migration, the UN's migration arm, is paying for the expansion of camps, including ones near the Darien Gap, one in La Haye Blanca, and another new facility near uh, Bajo Conchico, Cho, Cho, Ortega said. It's up to the NGOs, the non-governmental organizations, to sustain their operations, he said. Center Front, the Border Patrol for Panama, which he once headed, should only be there for security, he said. Mr. Ortega said he pushed for the non-governmental organizations to be responsible for their own problem that was caused by global migration. Center front should not be the one that does all the processing, attending to them, and taking care of them, he said. Panama has tried to no avail to get governments in South America to provide personal information on migrants who are moving across the different countries, he said. We don't have collaboration because the global compact does not work, Mr. Ortega said. The migrants are fleeing because of issues within their countries such as unstable governments or cartel activity, he said. There's a triangle of things that are happening in the central parts of the continent that pushes people out of their countries so they can migrate to the United States, he said. He noted that mass migration has already caused problems in many countries, including the United States. As we have seen in New York, bad people are arriving in New York, he said, and they are causing a lot of damage and a lot of disturbances to the government of the United States of America. So, Father, we thank you for the adjudications of the righteous judge, and we give you praise in Jesus' name. We are requesting adjudications for the righteous judge concerning Pastor Bobby Leonard, the longtime leader of Bible Baptist Tabernacle in Monroe, North Carolina, has apologized after a clip of a sermon in which he said he wouldn't convict a man for raping a woman who was wearing shorts, went viral, sparking a local protest and triggering widespread backlash online. I am sorry for any hurt. I was wrong. A message on the Bible Baptist Tabernacle's marquee sign, along with the pastor's name, said on Thursday, Calls by the Christian Post to the church seeking further comment on Friday went unanswered and the church disabled all of their social media profiles. The clip of Leonard's sermon, which was reportedly recorded in August 2023, was first shared 
by what's called bad sermons on Instagram. But it went viral after it was shared by Roy's report. Yes, a man is a man, not an animal. And he and he is responsible for controlling himself. This pastor needs to resign, Roy's wrote on in a post on X. To Leonard's suggestion that if a man was charged with raping a woman while she was wearing shorts and he sat on the jury, he would vote to let the man go free. In the extended version of the clip shared by whoever, oh, in bad sermons, Leonard, who is an 85-year-old great-grandfather, recalled how he lamented to his wife about how women like to dress in a vacation area east of eastern Tennessee known as Pigeon Ford. The area is the home of Dollywood, country singer Dolly Parton's Appalachian theme park. This is the kind of preaching we need, I told my wife. I said, Mama, when we go to Pigeon Forge to the outlet malls, you'll find more women going to have shorts on than you will have pants and dresses put together, he lamented. He then explained that he decided to do a quick self-study of the mall at one point where he counted the number of women wearing shorts while in a parking lot in the area. I wanted to see if that's right, and I counted. Try that. You'll find more women going to those places with shorts than you will women with pants and dresses put together. Try it. And if you got time, try it, he recommended to his congregants before making his rape comment. You know, I used to... I used to say this. I haven't said this in a long time. You ready? I said, if you dress like this and you get raped and I'm on the jury, he's going to go free. The reactions to Leonard's comments were swift. Jason King, a Monroe resident, formed a protest outside the church during their Wednesday service and called for Leonard to be held accountable. We don't let people stand around in Union County in the pulpits and say something like this. That is wrong, King said in a Facebook Live recording of his protest. You can't stand there and teach the word of God and claim that you believe it's okay for people to go around raping people for what they wear. According to the church's website, Leonard founded the ministry more than 40 years ago. It produced many missionaries and pastors. He never dreamed that years later many missionaries and pastors would be called and sent from this ministry and that the Lord used him to start in a town that was then known as a preacher's graveyard. But much prayer and much labor under the anointing of the Spirit of God, it has been all but that. He has sent hundreds of people saved around the altars of Tabernacle, and he has had and has had the joy of seeing many of them Go on to spiritual maturity, the church said. For more than 30 years, beginning in the 1920s, women wearing shorts in public spaces was a controversial issue. It wasn't until about 1955, according to Esquire, that it became acceptable for men and women to wear shorts for sports and informal business anywhere the weather's hot. For Leonard, however, his standards have not changed. When I was a boy, 85 years ago, 80 years ago, I don't remember women wearing anything but dresses back then, he said. So we want to thank the righteous judge for his adjudication concerning such. Amen. 
Amen. Praise the Lord. We want to thank God for what he has done and for what he's going to do. Amen. Now, I'm going to make a comment, and this is what my comment is. It's not um, the issue of shorts versus non-shorts. That's not the issue. What the issue the Bible brings out is lewdness. That's the term that the scriptures use, lewdness. And I'm not going to tell you what it means. I want you to look it up for yourself. Lewdness, L-E-W-D-N-E-S-S, lewdness. There's a lot of that in our culture, male and female. Dressing in a manner that draws attention and sometimes even provocatively so in a sexual overtone. I think that's halfway decent, but you can look up the definition. God calls it lewdness. Excess cleavage, uh, wearing shorts to the point that the buttocks are coming out from the, the bottom of the shorts and You can see things that ought not to be seen in public. Amen? God does not look favorably on these things. It's not that you can't wear shorts. It's that you can't be loose. Amen? Now, Pastor Pat and I have covered this before. And sometimes it's not short. Sometimes it's leggings and jeggings and all kinds of things. Times that it is inappropriate for all of this skin to be showing. Male and female. There's all kinds of looseness. There are clothes that are too tight, clothes that are improper for the situation. They're improper. They're not fitting for the particular situation. And so I'm going to encourage you to pray about this matter in your own life and see what God will say to you. Really? That's right. Usually, soon after a person comes to the Lord, the Lord begins amend their ways. And call them to a different style of dress. Why? Because they have become Christians. They are now ambassadors for Jesus Christ. And we cannot present Jesus Christ to the world in an ungodly, unrighteous, and unholy fashion. Amen? Amen. Amen. There are clothes that are intended to be worn in the gym. They are not intended to be worn in the grocery store. There are bathing suits that are meant to be worn at the swimming pool or the beach. They are not supposed to be worn in public. And I'm going to put it like that. And I think you know exactly what I'm saying that uh, the style of dress and the clothes that are produced by the fashion industry are not necessarily wholesome. Let's say it that way. Not necessarily wholesome. 
So the issue that we're presenting to the Lord is lewdness versus wholesome apparel and presentation. Amen? There are skirts and dresses that are inappropriate. I ran into one just the other day. Turning a corner, I decided not to go one way because the Holy Spirit said not to go that way. And I turned the other way, and there was this woman with this, uh, you can't call it a dress because it looked like a nightgown. And she's bending over, and she's full busted, and all of that's flowing out of the top, you know. It's flowing. It's not just there. It's flowing at the top. And then it's got a slit from the from the ankle all the way up to the panty line. And that's gaping open outside. I didn't want to see that, but it was slapped into my face. It is offensive. It's offensive to people that aren't even Christian. Amen? <laughs> okay. So this is the issue that we're presenting before the righteous judge, and we are requesting his adjudication. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Now, before we get into all of that, we need to pray in particular about a situation, and I'm glad that you stuck with us so that we could do this prayer. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, We lift every member of Brother Marshall's family before you. We thank you, Father, for your governing presence being there so that we don't have the tragedy that might have been. We want to thank you, Lord, that you took care of every detail of the entire situation and that you are allowing such to bring this soul into the kingdom in Jesus' name. We give you praise. We thank you, Lord, that Not only will this soul be touched, but many other souls will be touched as well. We thank you, Lord, for your governing peace, calmness, resolve, faith, and trust that this family will have, that the peace of God will umpire, will be the umpire in their hearts and minds throughout this uh, situation. We thank you for a righteous outcome, Father, in Jesus' name. And we thank you for the strength that you are releasing to this family, Lord, even now, in the name of Jesus Christ. We want to thank you for the strength you are releasing, Lord, to this family now, in the name of Jesus Christ. We lift up our brother before you, Lord. Rick 
We release healing to the relatives in the name of Jesus Christ. We release peace and the love of God to Brother Marshall. Amen. In the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, for our prayer being armed around him in Jesus' name. We give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. We give you honor, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for building him up during this season in Jesus' name. We thank you for his faith walk before his family and that he will never be made ashamed for the position he has taken in faith before you, Father. In Jesus' holy name, amen? Amen. So we would appreciate it if, along with myself, you would keep Brother Marshall and his family lifted in prayer. Amen? Praise God. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. Arrogore de Diosurre, Saladiosu, Barakiasa. Rakakia shore sitere barisekia. Arreki e moro kohorekisa tarabre. Yer kohorekisa tarabrosa tarabreke terediosura. Brother Marshall, if you're there and you just want to say amen to that prayer, uh, we'd appreciate it. We'd love to hear just your amen. That'll do. Amen. 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 Thank you. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We, we we give you praise, Lord. Thank you. Now, Father, uh, we're going. I'm lifting these um, these um, adjudications to you to the righteous judge, and we're just going to thank you for what you're doing. We've already presented them. You know more about them than we will ever know. And we just want to thank you, Lord. We thank you for what you've done and what you're going to do and what the outworking of your work is going to do. You chose these adjudications because you want to move. You want to work. You want to do what needs to be done. Amen. So we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor for it, Father, in the name of Jesus. We lift up our transportation, Father, and all of us that must travel during this season in the name of Jesus Christ. We ask you, Father, to send additional angelic protection if it is needed. We thank you, Lord, for making our way plain before us and for helping us with all of the details that we must encounter during this season, Father. We thank you for working out every agenda Uh, every trip plan, and whatever the proceedings must be, Father. We ask you, Lord, for for the wisdom to know what to say, when to say it, and when to just be quiet. We thank you, Lord, 
that you are working and moving in our lives, bringing about the outward situation that will change things. We give you praise, we give you glory, and we give you honor for it, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. We want to thank you for being the God that you are to us. You never fail us, nor forsake us, and we want to thank you for that. Amen? Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Where did I go with this, Lord? Okay, over here. Praise God. Thank you. 